This is Rock and Roll English. Real people, real English. Here's your host, Martin Johnston. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Rock and Roll English. Episode number 254, baby. Oh yeah, you may notice I am kind of whispering. This is because I'm recording this very, very late because I kind of forgot about it. It's Sunday night and then I thought, fuck, I need to give the Rock and Rollers a podcast tomorrow. And this is a podcast that I recorded, I think, in November with Cara from Leo Listening. Okay, she has been on the podcast before quite a long time ago. So it's a kind of refresher, I suppose, about how you can use films to help you improve your listening skills. We also talk about learning in a community, the difference between active study and passive study. We mention a few different films and talk about them, some classics like Home Alone, My Girl and ones like this. And I also share what I think is a bloody hilarious story about Robocop. Do you know that? Do you know that film, Robocop? Well, wait for my rock and roll story about Robocop, okay? And enjoy the episode, and I will talk to you quickly at the end. Happy listening. So, hello, Cara, and welcome back to Rock and Roll English. Hi, Martin. Very happy to be here. Very happy to have you here. Is this the second or the third time you've been on? I want to say it's the second. Yeah, because I thought if it were the third, then there's a special treat, but we'll have to save that for next time. Oh, okay. Oh, there's actually not. I just made that up. uh, (laughs) (laughs) I was getting all distracted imagining what it might be, you know. Yeah, I think there should be, though. So maybe maybe I'll work on that. Um, But for the people that don't remember you, Cara, tell us who you are, what you do. All right, I can do that. So I'm Cara Leopold. I run the website leolistening.com where I help adventurous expats and intrepid travellers connect in English through movies. Mm -hmm. Um, What else can I say? I'm from Scotland, so this is why my accent sounds a bit Scottish, even though I haven't lived in Scotland since 1997. Can you believe that? Wow, Since that's a long time ago. a million yeah. years, yeah. Um, <laughs> and now I live in France. Right, okay. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, very nice. I've, since 1997, I thought I had lived abroad for a long time, since 2010, but that, that makes me feel a bit better, actually. Oh, really? Um, it, well, I mean, yeah. I've lived in France since 2007, but I suppose right. you could argue Similar. the in-between period was living in England, which is technically abroad if you are a Scottish person. Of, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, of course. Um, so, yeah, you mentioned how you help people, um, or especially understand films, mm-hmm. um, and you have um, like a community. Um, now, Obviously, the whole thing about community, I saw on your website, you say movies are better together. Yeah. Um, So tell us why. Well, yeah, this is the thing. So I think a lot of us and a lot of people here from maybe someone was just telling me about this yesterday. She was she's in a Facebook group for German people learning English. And, you know, some people ask for advice on learning. And there's always somebody who writes back. I think this must happen in every single English learning group across the internet. Somebody always says, just watch movies. 
Mm-hmm. Right. And then so many of us have tr- attempted this and it didn't work out so great. So I, I've done this for various languages. I've tried watching mm-hmm. movies and I've been sort of frustrated or bored or, you know, because mm-hmm. it's been too hard for me or mm-hmm. um, I probably could have done it, but I needed help. And actually, the, the, the one of the best times that I watched a movie when my French wasn't so good was with a teacher and she was like, pause it at the bits that she knew were difficult for me um, and the other person in the class. And it was great. I was like, wow, I just understood like 10 times more because I had somebody right. who under- who knew what I was struggling with. And, mm-hmm. you know, like she was laughing her head off and we were just like confused. But then she paused it and she explained and it was fine. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so um, yeah. I- I've definitely been there of the in a room watching a film together for example when i've watched a film in italian and mm. everyone laughs and then i'm there silent and thinking what was oh, that yeah, joke it's, again <laughs> it's painful isn't it and like it is. i don't really have that problem so much in like french now because i've watched a lot of movies and tv um and so it's a bit yeah it's a bit easier but it's true that like yeah, for a long time, that kind of thing is really tricky, jokes and stuff. So mm. there's a the thing of like, yeah, like movies are hard to understand and that is just a thing. Um, and I think they can be harder than... I'm, I'm reading a book about teaching listening at the moment. and um, mm. So am I, actually. That's well, are you, which one, thing, are, you, which yeah. one are you reading? Uh, it's got a really difficult title of How to Teach Listening. Oh, and, okay. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's, that's what it's called. I can't remember who wrote it. How, okay, because... Um, there's what is there? There's listening in the language classroom. That's by Field. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think it's that one because it's a different title. Right now I'm reading. I'm just trying to think of famous books about teaching listening. Um, so I'm reading one called Breaking the Sound Barrier. It's quite good. Isn't oh right, it? okay. That 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 it, sounds much better than mine. Well, it sounds so fancy. Breaking... <laughs> it sounds fancy, yeah. but it's not quite as fancy. But they make the point in the book. It's more aimed at like secondary school language teachers, and they make the point that like you know in class we make people listen to recordings. Whereas in real life, in fact, a lot of listening is actually interpersonal. So usually you have the person in front of you, you can see like their lips moving and their body language and they can like repeat, repeat stuff for you and paraphrase. And movies, you know, you are kind of like, you are watching people, you're observing, but you're not part of the conversation. You're kind of like, it's almost like you're Mm -hmm. spying on a conversation. So nobody's going to stop and reformulate or anything. So it... Yeah, it is, it is harder than, than, than real life. So you definitely need help with the understanding part. But then the other side of movies are better together is, um, you know, I have been running my, my community for a while now, my movie club. And I think the best part of watching movies is when we do it together and when we share um, our opinions on the movie and we talk about the movie because you just get so much more out of it when you share with others and you hear their perspective um, absolutely and it's also a great way to talk in english yeah something to talk Ab- about of of course yeah um on, on the point of movies though um because when i think about watching movies in a foreign language especially i think it's it's a long time to concentrate sometimes. oh yeah yeah so i normally prefer to go for a series so, mm. so why movies well yeah i've thought about this because I, I i know other teachers running kind of like movie clubs and some of them are doing series clubs and i've mm. thought about that as well i've thought about using maybe like a mini series you know some series mm-hmm. are just like three four five six episodes and that's it yeah 
But what I like about a movie is, um, well, what we do actually to counter the problem that, that you mentioned is that we pick one movie and we work on it for a month. Right. So we get, okay. yeah. So like, this is something. So one time I was on Luke's English podcast, just name dropping mm-hmm. the famous podcasts that I've been on. Um, obviously, yours is the most famous, and of course. just flattering you now. Um, anyway, so uh, yeah, I was on Luke's English podcast, sharing all my listening skills secrets, and then he says to me, "Yeah, but most English learners won't do this." And I was just like, "Well, <laughs> thanks, mate." Because I was talking about, you know, the fact that if you really want to use movies and TV series to improve your English, you're going to have to, you know, listen to things again, do dictations, repeat after the characters, you know, all this stuff that you don't really want to do when you're just sitting in front of the TV. Sure. So, uh, yeah, so so basically what I do is I, I like tell my students to do this t- sort of stuff. But I mean, because they like movies, they don't mind going back and like working on specific clips from the movie. Because like, yeah, like you say, when you just watch it superficially, you don't remember all the different parts. I mean, it's two hours. It's a long time to concentrate in, sure. in any language. But then, yeah, when you do clips, you notice all this stuff you haven't noticed before. And what I love the most is I usually get the clips from YouTube. And when you go in the comments, like some people have amazing insights in the comments. I'm just like, wow, mm. people are really thoughtful and um, perceptive and yeah. Yeah, the comments are always good to read because then you also get the ridiculous ones as well, which um, are uh, are always entertaining. Um, but um, an- another thing about um, movies, which I noticed recently because I watched something with my wife hmm. um, in English and one of the other, I think, important things, well, maybe not so important, but difficult is... Well, going back to what we said earlier about understanding jokes as well, mm. sometimes there's like a cultural reference mm. um, which you just don't understand. So I even remember this when like, I was a child watching many American things and they were talking about American people that were famous and you think, I don't know who yeah, that exactly. is. So, so obviously <laughs> so that is another sometimes problem that um, I think. I think actually maybe in movies less so, but certainly I think... In series, TV series you, are probably get that. Are probably worse. Yesterday, I was just thinking about Gilmore Girls. Have you ever watched mm-hmm. that? I haven't. No. Okay, it's on Italian TV. Apparently, I have it on right, Good Word. Okay. From a lot of my students are Italian, so. Okay. Um, and I did a little free challenge for my newsletter subscribers over the summer, and it was watching um, clips from Gilmore Girls. But yeah, they're they're they are really hard, and it's another reason why, as a teacher, I, I wouldn't really work on that because it would just be exhausting for me. Because you have to of like course. look up all the cultural references. And in fact, I actually found out when I was doing some research for that challenge that apparently there were Gilmore Girls DVDs um, that actually came with these little booklets inside that explained the references because there's a lot of references to like old movies and right. Wow. That's just what you want for, isn't it? To have to study. Before <laughs> to have to, yeah. Like to be able yeah. to, I mean, I think that was for like the super fans who right, appreciated okay. that kind of stuff. But yeah, if you're just a casual viewer, it is quite yeah. hard. And there was even stuff like they would always talk about this guy called Paul Anker, who is like, an, an old-timey singer, crooner-type guy. And I never understood when they would say that name, Paul Anka. So they would link it, Paul Anka. And I was like, what's Paul Anka? Paul Anka. Like, I didn't, I didn't register that was a person's name even. And I, I'm a native English speaker. I, hadn't, I didn't even know they were talking about some, you know, 
Frank Sinatra type guy. It was so confu- right. that's it's, it's so confusing. It's a great series, but it is very it can be confusing sometimes. Right. Okay. Wow. But yeah, having like a booklet to explain them. Um, and that's something I wanted to mention, which you mentioned earlier as well. So when you said you spoke to Luke and he mentioned people wouldn't do that. I think that's the difference between um, active study and passive study, mm. which I always say to obviously to actually improve your level, you're going to need to do both of those mm. things. Like passive study. So like listening to podcasts, just like you said, watching a film without doing anything you know that that is good mm. but at some point i think you need to put that into practice exactly. and actually do some kind of active study so yeah like you said the activities you do activities that we do in the rock and roll english family as well mm. to actually put these um in practice um and that moves me nicely to the next point actually when i spoke about the rock and roll english family because a big thing in the family is the community feel mm. and there's a real yeah real strong community there um, which I think helps learning a lot and I know you do too so um, tell us why we should learn in community yeah that's a great question um, well it sort of it sort of makes perfect sense doesn't it for language learning because ultimately we are learning to be able to talk to people I mean I'm someone who when I started learning French I just thought it was interesting in and of itself like I just I'm interested in languages Mm -hmm. so like I wasn't really bothered about talking to any French people at first but then obviously it is very exciting the first time you are able to talk to them you're like wow this is amazing so obviously the whole yeah the whole point of language learning yeah is ultimately to have that conversation with someone connect with someone so to me it makes yeah it makes sense to 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 do it together to have people that you're talking with and talking about the you know the language learning with uh, yeah ab- absolutely I, I totally agree i only noticed recently i read this somewhere like the root of the word obviously community and communicate oh. um, is actually the same mm. um, and so that communicate is the the goal really isn't it um to connect with people and so yeah when you do that in a community that obviously gives you much more chance to do that yeah well and also i've just read this massive book called the patterning instinct which is a big book about it's a big cognitive history of humanity it's a bit like sapiens sort of world history but it goes into kind of um how different cultures throughout history have kind of like made sense of the world but it starts Mm -hmm. off talking about language and talking about the development of our prefrontal cortex because that's the part of the brain that is able to like make meaning from the world and it talks about how language you know developed but that's to do with humans always living together like in a sort of tribal community um, you know, we needed to talk to each other and being able to talk to each other is how we've pretty much taken over the planet. Obviously, that's starting to become a bit of an issue now. But, <laughs> yeah. they, but it made us, you know, people make that point that, you know, humans are obviously much slower and not as strong as many animals out there. But the point is that when we were able to, like, communicate with each other and make plans and organise, we could actually, like, be stronger together and that's how we were able to survive in, like, quite hostile environments and eventually, like, mm-hmm. yeah pretty much take over the world so like you know we've got a lot to thank language for and so it, exactly. that totally makes sense like you say yeah, communicate and community like where do you communicate well in your community and you know people are always moaning about like having no one to talk to but you just have to go out and find your community you know um 
my people like talking about movies, your people like talking about the podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. And then you can take over the world. You can, um, yeah. You and your community, yeah. you will take over the world eventually <laughs> if you just keep um, discussing. But no, but it's nice to like, I realise that with some of my students, I don't even know sort of like, because we don't really do small talk type stuff. Well, we do a mm-hmm. little bit. But like some of them, I don't really know sort of, I know a bit about their lives. I know enough. But, you know, our main focus is kind of discussing the movies and stuff to do with that and some kind of deep topics that are a bit more than just like the do- the normal small talk. So mm-hmm. that, that kind of makes it more interesting, you know, like sometimes as a teacher I get fed up of like talking about the weather with multiple people or talking about <laughs> what they did at the weekend kind of thing. Yeah, so. <laughs> ex- exactly. Yeah, I agree. It, it can be very boring as well. That's why as well in the Rock and Roll English family we talk um a lot about stories to share Mm. stories of stupid things that have happened to you um as opposed to yeah the usual things of what the weather's like and how many people are in your family yeah um which yeah often the the classic things you get asked and another thing i think actually is having when you have a community and it's someone's leading it Mm. you can have more structured conversations because otherwise very often you might end up having the same conversation with oh, people. That's true. So when you meet someone for the first time, for example, you obviously say like, hello, where are you from? What do you do? This actually, when I moved to Italy, I had that conversation, <laughs> oh my God, about a million times in the first maybe two to three years yeah. I was here. Um, and so, and that's often the case. But then, like you said, if you've got a specific topic to talk about, maybe like some pre-prepared questions Mm. and stuff like that you're having more of a structured conversation and that gives you more of an opportunity to to use new language new structures otherwise you're just constantly saying the same thing repeating the same i mean probably having that basic conversation over and over is good at the beginning you perfect it but then obviously you want to move on at some point and that can be the hard thing so yeah no but definitely for the movie club it does revolve around a a lot of questions Mm -hmm. um and uh, yeah movies in general this is there's stuff on my website about that where i've suggested like you know questions to have like a, a sort of deep and meaningful conversation but yeah. even sometimes seemingly superficial conversations about movies like if you just start off with did you like it that that can mm-hmm. actually go pretty far that discussion absolutely so yeah and obviously movies about different topics so that brings in um, new vocabulary and um stuff like that so then that obviously helps you to improve because um i told this story recently actually Mm. on a seminar i did i a friend of mine um who works at a hotel here Mm -hmm. in italy when i first met him i thought his english was amazing yeah um and but then i realized he only knows how to say like the really like to welcome people in a hotel pretty right much. yeah yeah yeah. His, his but job. then if you yeah. try and talk about anything else because he does that all day at work <laughs> of like hi here's your keys here's your room um he does that really really well like with even like the pronunciation was like almost perfect but mm. then if you try to talk about other things he he gets very stuck very quickly um so that's why it's important to have, sometimes have a bit of structure in the conversation to try and push you to talk about new things using yeah, vocabulary, exactly. new grammar structures um so speaking of the different types of um movies mm-hmm. so for example which ones would 
you recommend or which movies have you seen in the movie club, for example, that have had a big impact on you? Oof. Well, I was just looking back at the ones from this year because, well, in fact, we're, we're pretty much at the end of the year now. We've, we've planned which mm-hmm. movie we're going to watch next month and that's going to be our going to be our last one. Um, I think one, well, recently we've actually been working with a theme, which has really helped for choosing the movies and also for our mm-hmm. discussions, because when you pick movies from the same theme, you can kind of compare them. So that adds an extra layer. Right. So one we watched um, in September was Robocop. Oh, what a film. Oh, have yeah. you seen it? Okay, because I was like, oh man, well, Martin doesn't like I, films. How are we going to... Yeah, I mean, I say what a film because... I remember I was obsessed with that when I was a child um, and I don't think I've seen it in about 30 years, but I have <laughs> seen the original. Maybe there's a new one now. I don't even know. So, yeah, so that's really interesting that you talk about being a kid because one of the things on the comments in, in, on YouTube was people talking about how traumatised they are by this movie because they saw it as a kid. Right. But in fact, mm. the merchandising for the movie was aimed at kids. Like they had like Robocop toys. Yeah. And you're just like, this oh, is... I had... <laughs> <laughs> robocop everything really yeah. wow yeah yeah but it's not I a kid's it. movie i just want to say you're not going to sit down with your daughter well she probably wouldn't understand anything but I mean, yeah. yeah it's really not i mean like it's for if you want to be traumatized as a kid then right you could watch this but if you watch it as an adult you will see that it like it's superficially it looks like an action movie just a dumb mm-hmm. action movie and one of my students was like oh my god cara what are we watching but then as she got into it she realized that it's actually a very it's a very profound movie um, with a lot of questions and my favorite comment on YouTube was this is the greatest movie ever about what it means to be human despite wow, the fact I know that's deep I was like that's oh my god this person is a genius I'm stealing that um, uh, yeah this is despite the fact that this is about a police officer killed in the line of duty who is resurrected as a crime-fighting cyborg by this unethical evil corporation um, and yeah they think they've wiped his memory but then he's like memories of when he was human start coming back and oh it's just such a good movie on so many so many levels it's like you could talk about it forever because it's so it's so deep it's also very violent it's also funny so yeah it's it's got everything i'll have to watch it again definitely has only been one made or have there been right so let me speak to this so there is a terrible remake from it was 2014, I think. So if you if you're searching right. for it, make sure you look for Robocop 1987, and okay. and not the apparently the remake was completely pointless, completely missed the, the point of the original movie. So avoid that. And yeah, there were sequels. There's a Robocop two, definitely. There may even be a Robocop three. I've never seen. Okay. I've not seen the sequels. I'm not. I'm not ne- really interested never, in them. Yeah, never the same, are they? No, the, I don't see how you could do one. better than than the, that yeah. that original movie. Um, speaking of though you said how it's so profound um, yeah. I I, th- I just have to share this profound thing connected to Robocop okay. um, which is ridiculous and also disgusting but also I think genius at the same okay. time you know um, on stag do's some people have like names on the back of their shirts oh when, god yeah i always know uh, to avoid those people like in airports yeah, oh, or something of course, of course. Run away. absolutely <laughs> as soon as you see them you think oh my god and 
I was on the tube in London once and they were they were all like sitting in front of me. Mm. And then when they got up, I saw all of the names on the back oh, of their no. shirt and they were all ridiculous. But one of them, which I thought was genius, was Robocock, which <laughs> I, I thought <laughs> was absolutely brilliant. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but yeah so yeah speaking of profound things obviously that guy that put Robocock on the back of his t-shirt as well, well that, I'm sure he was affected by the film by the, exactly it just well. shows you the, the power of this movie it sort of penetrated <laughs> the consciousness of every person um, on the planet yeah. presumably yeah <laughs> absolutely uh, okay so that's one that you would recommend any others or any others that have had a big impact on you for people to watch any others one that surprised me that i didn't think i was going to like was so this was a bit random in may we watched my girl which oh, is now that is a great film now that really is a great <laughs> well, film. The, i think the only film i've actually ever cried really in, it's bloody sad it. like it's well, i mean like, again i was a child I, I was probably about eight or something mm. like that but that yeah, that oh god when when he dies. Spoiler. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Well, we have a lot of clues, like because it's about a, a young girl whose dad is an undertaker, so mm. she's kind of surrounded by death every day, and she her mother died when she was born. So, yeah. Yeah. So, so it's actually I think it's a very clever movie because it's it is actually also a, a comedy, quite a light movie, and then it also deals with this heavy subject of death. So I think it's really clever how how it does that because obviously nobody likes talking about death or you know but this this here we've got a little girl who's kind of obsessed with it so it's you know she's a hypochondriac and it doesn't help that like her dad runs the undertaking business out of their house so like because we were talking about this one of my stu french students was like i don't think you'd be allowed to do that in france like i think <laughs> there's rules that would prevent you from kind of like you know um embalming I mean, bodies in yeah. in your in your basement um but yeah, that was that was very clever. And we were talking as well about the series Six Feet Under because that's also about a family of undertakers. Was, was this the same theme when you were doing the month then? <laughs> no, no, thank God, thank God. I couldn't have handled. <laughs> okay. I couldn't have handled. Uh, no, we didn't have a theme. That was just a random suggestion. Right, but it okay. but it turned out to it, be a really it good was one. Was connected. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I I can't as well not talk about well speaking of my girl not talk about the song as well from the temptations my girl mm. what a great song that is yeah i that, I was, that that's in the film isn't that it? is it yeah it's like yeah but i think it's like you, you were quiet for a minute i was thinking that that's in the no, film no no it isn't it sure. isn't the film i think it's right at the end i was just gonna say yeah, yeah. I, I grew up listening to quite a lot of motown music mm. so like that was the kind of thing but yeah the the movie is really is famous for that and macaulay culkin is in the movie and he's just so cute i mean he is like yeah. peak cuteness he's absolutely adorable yeah um, that's kind of before he went off the rails when you go off the rails you go a bit crazy yeah kind of yeah it's been i think being a child i mean but he was so insanely famous i mean yeah i don't think it's healthy for no you know yeah a, a kid but he was absolutely adorable like you know yeah so if you want some like peak macaulay culkin <laughs> yeah that's kind of like the height of his you... fame sort of my girl home alone that that kind of period um absolutely mm. yeah uh, another great film there home alone um uh, th that's the only one as well where i think like the sequel has been also very good because oh. normally the second one it's very rarely good but and then i think they made like a three and a four with other with oh without 
without him, without oh, really? Macaulay with Culkin, other, with other kids. and at like total disaster. Um, <laughs> but otherwise, was um, was actually quite good. And I remember he had that like voice recorder thing, didn't he, in the second one to like record. I can't remember actually even what it's called. And I thought it was the coolest thing in the world. <laughs> Maybe that's why I started podcasting. Oh, it could uh, be. I don't remember number two as well as number one. But I want to say that in number two. Donald Trump. They went to New York. I think Donald yeah, Trump was, in was Donald briefly Trump's in number in two. But if you can yep, sort of correct. ignore that, it's, yeah. it's very brief. It's very brief. Very brief. It's like Thank a God. matter of seconds. Yeah. yeah. He, he sees him in the hotel. Yeah. Um, which I, I obviously didn't remember at the time. I've since seen that on YouTube. Um, but yeah. Um, okay, Cara. Well, um, thanks for sharing all of this. Tell us where we can find out more about you. So the best place to go is leo-listening.com or just type those two words into Google, Leo, L-E-O, mm-hmm. and then listening, like the language mm-hmm. skill. Um, so you can go to my website. That's where you can download my free guide called Understand Movies in English. Well, I will... I will mm-hmm show you how to understand part of one of my favorite movies in English and then how mm-hmm. you can do it yourself. Unless you're, you know, you're like Luke from Luke's English podcast and you go, oh, I can't be bothered. Uh, <laughs> and then you can also find me on YouTube. So I think, again, if you type Leo Listening into the internet, it will probably come up with, okay, with YouTube. Okay, I'll put all of this, all of all links to this in the show notes. All links anyway. to everything, yeah. Yes. Okay, well, thanks a lot, Cara. It's been a pleasure talking to you and we'll see you soon. All right, thanks, Martin. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Okay, so that was me talking to Cara about listening and films and lots of other stuff. I explained that really well, didn't I? We were talking about lots of stuff. For example, Robocop. Did you hear that? Did you enjoy it? I still piss myself laughing when I think of that moment, just seeing Robocop. I would love to meet that man and just say, Well, just to shake his hand and say, you are a genius. So if you're listening, please get in contact. Anyway, remember, I will put all of the notes to the episode and to all Cara's stuff on the website. So you can find all the show notes there. Rockandrollenglish.com slash episode 254. I will see you all very soon, people. But in the meantime, just keep on rocking, baby. Thanks so much for listening to Rock and Roll English. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit rockandrollenglish.com and facebook.com slash rockandrollenglish. We'll catch you next time.